The political chaos in Egypt contrasts with the relative clarity emerging after elections in neighboring Libya. Voters there went to the polls this weekend to elect a national assembly. This was the first free national election in Libya in six decades. Initial results suggest the moderate alliance of national forces is leading. That's an umbrella organization of 50 small political parties. Correspondent Marine Olivesi is in Tripoli, where she's following the results. In the very first uh, preliminary results we've had so far, the moderate parties are ahead, especially in the the main towns uh, along Libya's coast. Okay, so if those uh, preliminary results hold true for the rest of Libya, where there is apparently about a 65% turnout of uh, the population, it looks as if Libya might be bucking the regional trend of voting in Islamist candidates. Uh, That's what happened in Egypt and Tunisia and other places. Is it too early to say that the Islamist party affiliated with the Muslim Brotherhood is not going to gain control? Yeah, we can probably predict that they won't get the largest share of of the vote. But what has been clear throughout the campaign is that it's been a pretty consensual campaign. Some would even say dull. And all agree on the broad lines of democratic principles and human rights that should be enshrined in the next constitution. So unlike in Tunisia or Egypt, where in Tunisia you had a clear divide between the seculars and the Islamists, in the Libyan campaign you had no, no such divide. And yesterday the leader of the Alliance of National Forces, Mahmoud Jibril, called for a broad coalition to form Libya's next government. And even the, the Muslim Brotherhood parties recognize the advance of um, in the polls of the, the alliance. So the, the post-campaign looks pretty much like the, the campaign looked like, which is uh, the parties are competing, but without any clear political fault lines between them. Uh, you mentioned Mahmoud Jabril, who is the founder of this coalition. This is a man who spent time here in the United States. He got his doctoral degree at the University of Pittsburgh. He apparently taught there as well. What is the appeal, at least to him or to his coalition? And is it in any way in opposition to what Libyans are hearing from the Islamic parties, from those who are aligned with the Muslim Brotherhood? Well, Mahmoud Jibril is an economist who taught in the U.S., who returned to Libya and was reintegrated to um, Gaddafi's regime in the in the uh, years 2000s when uh, Muammar Gaddafi's son, Saif al-Islam, tried to modernize the regime. But he sided with the revolution in his very early hours in, in, in February 2011, and he was instrumental in um, getting the National Transitional Council recognized on the international level. Maureen, since you have covered so much of what's transpired in the past year. I wonder if you can tell us in terms of the Arab Spring and being right now in Libya, where there was so much violence, what it's like to be there and uh, and what Libyans are telling you now. In Tripoli today, it just feels like a capital where uh, everything is uh, open until quite late at night. You have a traffic jam all the time. It's a very vibrant town. And the scenes actually that we saw on Saturday night in Tripoli were very similar to those we uh, witnessed right after the fall of Tripoli and an ecstatic crowd and so much joy actually back on the streets and hundreds of families waving flags and chanting. And it's interesting to see that Libyans still... At least a lot of people in Tripoli still feel as good about the uh, the new regime and the, the change as they did last summer. Okay, thank you very much for the latest from Tripoli, Libya. Correspondent Marine Olivesi, thank you again. You're very welcome.